Welcome to the Mind Body Musings Podcast, the show for everyone and anyone that is ready to break free from the dogmatic chains of the health and fitness industry and create their own life free from restrictions. Now, introducing your host, Madeline Moon, a former fitness model gone sane and the author of the popular self-love book, The Perfection Myth. If you dig the show and you're looking for more insight on how to stop food and exercise from controlling your life, check out her website, maddiemoon.com, and grab your free guide. If you're ready to end dieting once and for all, it's time you learn how to pursue real health instead. Enjoy the show. What's going on, everyone? This is episode 48 of the Mind Body Musings podcast. And today is a solo show. I'm talking about five ways to de-stress your day. Such an important topic. One that I feel I myself don't have the most perfect grasp on, but I've been taking the time recently to find out how I can de-stress my day-to-day life a little bit better. I want to be vulnerable with y'all and be honest and open about the things that I feel good about, the things that I struggle with, yada, yada, yada. And I feel like there's something that I've noticed a little bit recently that I'm not so great with. You know, whenever I was using food to control my, my emotions, my feelings, my self-worth, I, you know, if I didn't eat perfectly one day or I didn't count my macros perfectly one day, I wasn't a winner. I was a loser or I felt bad. I felt guilty. I felt shame, you know. So I was putting my self-worth into something that was flaky. It was not, you know, it was not the right place for my worth. And I finally broke free out of that. I found out that no matter what I eat, I still have worth. I'm still worth it. I'm still passionate, I'm purposeful, and I'm actually free. The less linking that I do to my actions, the more free I become. And sometimes I can still have those types of behaviors with things that aren't food related. So for example, my business or my podcast and how good I am with my business one day, like, man, I got this done, I got this done, I got this done, I got this done. I I become so consumed and I'm always on social media and I'm promoting the podcast or this really cool article I read or making sure that my social media stuff is sent out at the right time and responding to all my emails perfectly. And it's really hard for me to back away and give myself that that self-care time that I need to say it's okay if I don't check my emails for the next few hours, I can relax I'll get them later. You know, the person that emailed me probably doesn't mind if I take a day or so to respond. So I kind of learning to back out just a little bit and give myself that self-care time. So today I'm going to talk about five things that I've realized as I have made my self-care and my stress levels go down, self-care go up, stress levels go down, um, really important to me. And these are the things that have been proving to make me feel much less stressed, um, 
in, in, in a way, it is self-care for me. These are things that I need to make sure I take the time to do for myself so that my day is much more organized, my mind can focus on one task at a time, I don't feel scattered all over the place, and I'm kind to myself. And it, it kind of, it's insurance for me to make sure that I don't become so attached to my, my business, um, my business results on a day-to-day basis that my self-worth is gets lost in my business. Like, I don't want the same thing to happen with food to happen with my business. So here are the things that I would like to address with you guys about how to de-stress your day. And, you know, this doesn't work for everyone. I'm not saying this is law, but I'm saying these things certainly have been helping me this past month get more focused, feel more energized, have more self-care, and you know, ultimately be able to provide better content for you, clear, more concise content that's actually going to help you because my mind is now organized. I'm not scattered all over the place. Uh, so number one, number one, the, this thing, it might sound kind of drastic. And some of you may be like, whoa, no way I can't do that. And you know, if you don't need to do not, if you don't need to do this, that's fine. That's cool. If you think maybe this could be helpful for you, I would say give it a week. So number one is to delete social media apps from your phone. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So number one, I would say be very mindful about the social media apps you have on your phone. How much time are you spending on those apps when you could be mindful about the meal you're eating or mindful about the person you're going out to eat with? Have you ever made a really delicious breakfast and then sat down and then just didn't really know what to do while you ate? So you flipped through social media, your Instagram feed, your Facebook post while you're eating, you know, bite, scroll, bite, scroll, bite, scroll. Before you know it, the meal is over. You know, the, the, the social media app didn't really bring you any satisfaction. And the satisfaction that the meal could have brought you with your belly uh, is not there because you were so focused on something so trivial such as Instagram that you weren't focusing on being mindful with the nourishment you're putting into your body. You missed out on all the special bites. You're so focused on that. Or say you're just like out with you're out with your boyfriend or your mom or your sister or just a friend and, and you know you just keep checking your emails because you get this instant high every time you see you get an email. You just keep checking it over and over and over, and you're not being present and in the moment. It's just kind of there. Like, you don't even know why you're checking it. You don't really know why you're checking Facebook, but you keep doing it because your body's just, like, reaching for the phone, opening it, clicking it, reading through it, closing it. Two minutes later, opening it, reading through it, clicking on something, closing it. You know, just you keep doing the same cycle, and you're finding yourself constantly filling your mind with other people's lives and in the back of your head you're like oh you know it's okay like not doing any harm I have a hard job or I school is so hard that's my escape but what are you really truly getting out of it are you getting more information are you getting self-care are you getting interesting um, stories that are fulfilling your lives if you are and you really feel like it's serving you well and you feel like a better person from being on your social media apps on your phone then so be it. Like, that's good that you know that about yourself. 
not saying that's bad or that's wrong, but if that's not you and that's not fulfilling you and you know you'd be better served picking up an awesome book and reading that book instead with the windows open, the sun shining through your um, your window and listening to the birds, drinking your coffee or tea, if that sounds more relaxing and like that would provide more self-care or even meditating or doing yoga or taking a walk, then go for that instead. And the best way, in my opinion, to start doing that is to delete the apps. And I'm not acting like I'm a pro by any means at this because I deleted the apps from my phone two weeks ago. I took email off my phone. I took Twitter off my phone. I took Facebook off my phone. I took Facebook Messenger off my phone. The only things I have now on my phone are Instagram, because I need that to post, and uh, this thing called Periscope. I don't know if you've heard of it. I haven't used it yet, but it's live broadcasting. So I'm highly considering trying out live broadcasting, and I really don't know how how this is going to do, but Twitter just bought this um, this app, so I'm going to give it a try, but I really only want to give it a try if I have followers, so right now it's just kind of on my phone, I never really check it, but if you would like me to do live broadcasting where I literally just am like, hey, I'm going to get on and broadcast every Thursday at this time, maybe start something where it's a Q&A, and I do live broadcasting and y'all can ask questions. Well, I need followers first, so... Find me on there. It's um, Madeline Moon. You can get linked up with me on there, and we'll see how that goes. But again, I would only do that, you know, once every other week or something like that. I'm not going to be on that all the time because I don't, you know, I don't want to be doing that. I don't need any more social media. But back to my point, I only have Instagram so that I can post, and then I have this Periscope thing that's just kind of sitting there. I don't have email because I was noticing that even when I had email – All I would do is just keep opening it, I'd read the email, and then I would go back out of the email and then mark as unread to remind myself when I was at a computer, open it. So there's really no point in me looking at it. But yet, if you counted up the hours that I spent doing that every day, it'd probably be an hour a day, like just opening up my emails, reading through things. But then when I went to my computer, I'd still have to go through the email and read read the, the conversation. Like, I'd still have to refresh my mind and see... What was said, oh yeah, that's right, oh yeah, this was said, okay, yeah, 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 I'm going to say this. So I I just, all the time spent doing that was a waste. So taking off email was great. Taking off Facebook has been, oh my god, so good. If I recommend anything, take off Facebook. It feels so good because like, especially if you have Messenger, when people message you, you're constantly, your phone's lighting up and then you want to respond because, I mean, we're humans, we want to be able to be in contact. We want to respond like, oh no, it's the end of the world. I don't respond. What's she going to think of me? I'll forget about it. I have to respond now unless I'll forget about it. And then it's just a bad cycle. So not even knowing about it is the key. Just taking it off. Um, Same with Twitter. Just take that off. You don't need it. You can check it on your phone. I mean, sorry, you can check it on your uh, computer whenever you need to. And now all of a sudden you have all this time opened up. You can go do things that make you feel really good. You can read more books. Seriously, since I did that a couple weeks ago, my time has opened up tremendously and I'm just so much more focused. I I do things on, you know, I have kind of a, a schedule now where I, I know I can check email around this time and then this time and I can post on Facebook around this time. And then when that time is over, I close my computer and I'm done for the day until the next day. 
in the morning, the first thing I want to do is something that makes me feel really, really good for the day, like inspired, excited. Um, and that's actually going to be gliding into to number two, the second way to de-stress your day. Um, every day, do something meditative in the morning to feed your spirit. This is something that Katie Dalebout and me conversed about. Um, I mentioned her on my last podcast, and she was on my show, the Wellness Wonderland Radio is her show. But doing something in the morning, every morning, that is meditative for you. Um, you can be feeding your spirit, your mind, your physical body. What I have started to do is to um, listen to a podcast every morning. And, you know, this is something that, sadly, I haven't made much time to be able to do this for myself. So now I listen to a podcast every single morning. And every day it's something different. Some days I listen to something that is, you know, marketing focused. Some days I listen to something about eating disorders. Some day it's, you know, feminism or some area I'm not very um, clued up on. Or it can be something about whole foods, real foods, paleo, just to see what the new stuff in that area is, even though if I'm not paleo, it's still fun to learn about these things. So doing something meditative is extremely good for your soul in the morning. And sometimes I listen to a church sermon from my church, um, because they have a podcast, and just feeding my soul with something that is going to make me think differently, give me inspiration, and a lot of times listening to other people talk and listen to other people's uh, podcasts gives me inspiration. Like, oh, wow, they just said something so inspiring, and that reminds me of that time I did this or that. I should have a podcast episode about that because I think my readers and listeners would really enjoy it. So it just gives you a new outlook on something to listen to. Um, some of my favorite podcasts, I love Fearless Rebel Radio with Summer Inanin. I love Underground Wellness with Sean Croxton. I love, I just started listening to The Recovery Warriors with Jessica Raymond. Um, my church is the Flatirons Community Church. It's got thousands of people that go to it in, um, Colorado. It's huge. It's amazing. The pastor is like no one that I have ever heard talk before. I mean, talks about everything that most churches do not talk about. It's non-denominational, really chill. I love it. Every message is just inspiring. Let's see. I listen to um, The Model Health Show with Sean Stevenson. And uh, Finding Our Hunger with Kyla Prince. Honestly, I love I love podcasts so much. Um it's really important for me to be able to keep up with everyone's inspiring stories. Um, the Institute for Psychology of Eating just started a podcast, which is really great. I've already listened to one of the episodes. And I could pretty much go on and on and on about all the different podcasts I listen to. But that would probably be best for another one. Those were just on the top of my head. But listening to things that really fill your spirit and soul, like Freakonomics or interesting, like random fact show, Serial is a great podcast that's more of a, a story. And just getting outside of your typical every single day things. I don't listen to body image stuff every morning. I can't do that. That's part of self-care is knowing to learn other things. Whether or not it's in my passion and purpose, I'm still broadening my understanding of the world and how people think. And that's such a beautiful thing. So that kind of ties in with number three, glide into this, this one, seek inspiration outside of your job or your passion or your purpose, knowing that 
you know, your, your passion and your purpose is always going to be there and you'll always be learning things and you're always going to make time to study that stuff. But it's extremely important to be able to get outside of your comfort zone and learn something new. And when I say inspiration, I'm not talking about just podcasts, but I'm talking about books, I'm talking about movement. You know, if you're a huge yogi, maybe one day go find inspiration by doing something with gymnastics or challenging your body in a new way. If you really love rock climbing, just try a hike one day. Being able to get outside of your typical every single day zone and try something new. One of the things that I love to do for inspiration is vision boarding. And this is also a kind of a form of meditation. Um, And I kind of just, for the first three minutes, I sit in silence and I just kind of meditate with music on, think of my my thoughts, and I just kind of relax and zone out, let my thoughts go where they want to go. I'm not controlling them. I'm not trying to keep an open, blank mind for about three minutes, very short. And then I have a whiteboard and some magazines, and then I just start cutting out things that speak to me. doesn't matter what they say, what they are. And that kind of helps me channel my inspiration, figure out actually what is inspiring me right now. Sometimes I end up with a board that has food all over it, And then I go and cook a yummy meal, and then I do a podcast about something food-related. And it kind of just sets me up for that that zone, that mental clarity. Some days I end up doing um, a board that has books all over it or, you know, CDs or or what have you. Totally random. I have one in front of me me right now that has all these uh, words on it. It says, (laughs) uh, retreat to simplicity, practice awareness, uh, strength, mind-body friends with food again, reach for the dream, uh, enjoy honoring the human spirit, all this random stuff. And I guess that day, quotes were really speaking to me. And it's funny how you really start to realize how advertisements have inspiring stuff on them sometimes. Like reach for the dream was like, I think, a silk soy milk advertisement or something. But I could still find all of these quotes that really spoke to me just by paying attention to what, what was on the pages in front of me, cutting out what I liked, and then now it's on my wall, and every day I look at it, it's inspiring to me. So that was a, 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 that's a type of inspiration that is outside of my passion. You know, I love to podcast and blog, but being creative with my hands and cutting out things and just taking time to do stuff that you don't have, like, you don't have to do. It's just pleasure and enjoyment. It makes you feel fun. So I highly recommend doing something outside of your job or learning about a new topic. The fourth one I'm going to say is take untimed, untracked walks. So simple, so beautiful, so glorious, so relaxing, so meditative. Oh, I love it so much. And this is something as well that I'm fairly new to. I normally would just wake up, uh, I would open my, no, actually, you know what, before all of this, before I took the apps off my phone, I would wake up, I'd still be in bed, I'd look at my email, I'd check it out, see who emailed me, set everything back to unread, get out of bed, go to the bathroom, um, turn on the coffee machine, sit down, take my dog out real quickly, sit back down, open my email, uh, email, 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 Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, email, 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 email. And it was just sucking me dry. And I was just sitting there doing all this. And it's 7 o'clock in the morning. And then I eat breakfast while I'm checking my Instagram feed. And it was just not, I was not in my space. I was not in my mental space. My day was not being set up for creativity. It was set up for 
stress, really. I just wasn't taking the time to say, I'm honoring this day. I'm honoring my mind. I'm honoring my spirit, my soul, my body. Everything is honored today and let's kick a butt. (laughs) You know, I was just like all of a sudden rushed and doing all these to-dos. Not fun to-dos, but just getting in that zone of just getting lost. And then before before I knew it, the day was over and I realized I didn't really get much done. So what I've started to do, like I told you guys, I listen to podcasts in the morning, but I'm also taking walks. I'm taking nice long walks and they are untimed and they are untracked. Notice that I said that. It's very important that if you are the type of person that starts doing this and it becomes a new standard, like, okay, I took a 1.2-mile walk today. That means I have to at least do 1.2 tomorrow, as well as um, two jumping jacks. Like, I have to do more. And you have these standards, and you keep, you know, I have to do it. I'm getting addicted to taking my walks now. That's missing the point. You're not enjoying the walk. The walk is to be in your mind, in your thoughts. And I am not judging you because, why am I saying this? Because I've done it too. Um, some days I'm like, oh man, it's raining outside, but I really need to go take my walk. No, I don't need to take my walk. I want to take my walk. I can't take my walk because it's raining and that's okay. What else can I do that'll make me feel good on a rainy day? Oh, I know. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. Whatever. Doing five minutes of stretching. I'm not burning calories. It's not for burning calories. The purpose of it is to feel good and set my day up for success and to be the best I can be. And to be the best, I now know about myself, and I think this stands for most human beings, you need to really have clarity. You have to have focus. You have to have that intention. You're focused on your intention for the day. And so for me, taking those walks, listening to podcasts as I'm on the walk, I... I'm a, I just observe it. I'm in nature. I don't look at my phone. I have my phone on airplane mode. I, I don't have any text messages. I'm just listening to the message and I'm walking around. And then when I make a loop, I'm done. You know, I don't, I don't spend as much time as I can out there to see how long I can extend the walk, how many miles I can walk, how many calories I'm burning. No, there's none of that. It's pure pleasure and enjoyment. And some people don't like walking. It's true. Some people do not enjoy taking walks. I have a dog, so it works for me. If I didn't have a dog, I don't know how much I'd enjoy it. I'm sure I still would, but I wouldn't be quite as motivated to go probably as long as I've been going because it's really just fun for me and, and her. But if you don't like walking and that's not serving you, find something that does. Find something that speaks to you, whether that be stretching, even foam rolling. It's not the most um, pleasurable thing <laughs> on the muscles, but... For some people, maybe that really makes them feel good knowing that they're they're not only taking some time to be in their body, but they're also getting some really good benefits out of it, rolling at their muscles. It could be doing some back bends or working on some handstands or doing some yoga or just going for a run. There's no shame in running. If you want to do a really quick run or a really long run, find something that just makes you go, you, go, you know, that rocks. Now I'm ready to tackle the day because you have that clarity and focus. And then number five. Number five. Okay, so this one's going to be conquer constipation. (laughs) Yes, I just said that. Conquer constipation. What do I mean by that? So I believe that people function at their best when they're regular. It just feels good. You don't feel all backed up and bloated. And a lot of times when you feel bloated, you eat bloated. Like, you know what I mean? You know, like you feel bloated. So you watch how you eat. You eat a certain way. And then sometimes you feel so miserably bloated that you just eat everything else because you're like, I already feel so bloated. Might as well just keep filling my belly. 
yeah, I've been there. I know that. So find a routine that helps you go to the bathroom, whether that be, you know, I've heard of something called the squatty potty, and that's something that helps you to squat the way that human beings were made to squat so that you have better movements. Um, look into that on Amazon. I'll put a link to that on here. I think you can get it on Amazon. Um, or, you know, drinking coffee in the morning. If, like, you have a coffee enema and that helps you to go, take time to do those things that help you to go to the bathroom and feel good about it. Um, so I do my own thing before I take my walk. I usually have coffee, like one cup, and that helps me go. But I know some people have all these different techniques. You can do warm water with lemon. You can do the squatting. You can do, um, walking around squatting, I, I hear works. At night, you can have, the night before, you can have prunes, like dried fruit, if that helps you. Um, make sure you have fiber, whatever it is for you. Try to find a system and a routine that makes you go to the bathroom regularly and get that kind of that time, like that time window where you know you like to go. But don't be like strict about it either. But be compassionate towards yourself. If you're okay, if you like to go to the bathroom every day, congratulations, you are a human being. We all do. Let's just face it. It's nice to be able to go. If you are the type of person that goes every other day and you're fine with it, that's cool too. You know, anything, whatever works for you is what works for you. But I know a lot of people do like to go on a daily basis. So if that's you, figure out ways that work with your body. Um, my awesome friend Meg Dahl, who um, blogs at she blogs at um, a dash of Meg. I once came to her and asked her, and she gave me some yoga poses to do. So you can even find constipation yoga poses that can help you out. Another thing she recommends was uh, applesauce with chia seeds. So having that the night before can help you go in the morning. All sorts of fun little. Uh, constipation hacks out there that you can try out a whole holistic way. You don't have to take any of those, you know, detox teas or any of those gross, awful pills or like capsules that help you go to the bathroom because that's never a really good, pleasurable experience. So find a way to conquer constipation for you, whether that be drinking your coffee or your lemon water or um, what have you, find that thing that makes you feel refreshed and ready to go for the day, and don't be shamed about it, it's cool, we're all human beings, we all enjoy it, um, so, yeah, those are my five ways to de-stress your day, I hope that this podcast brought you some insight and some new fun ideas of things you can try to de-stress your day, but make sure that you just understand self-care is so important, self-care is right up there with the food you eat, with the way you move your body, with the friends you make, you know, the kind of person you are. Self-care helps make all those things happen. And if you're stressed out and you're walking around day to day worried, especially worried, then you're not going to feel, um, you're not going to have the clarity, you're not going to have the focus, you're not going to feel good. You're just really not. I mean, stress makes no one feel good. When was the last time you were stressed out and you were like, this feels so awesome, I hope I feel like this all the time. So find your unique ways to de-stress. If you have other ways, I would love to hear about them. Uh, you can email me at mindbodymusings at gmail.com. And while you're at my website checking out the show notes for this, um, again, that's maddiemoon.com slash mbm48. Also, make sure that you get your free guide, 10 Proven Steps for Ending Any Diet Obsession. In that uh, free book, I also have other ways that you can de-stress your day while also ending your diet obsession. Yeah. All right, cool. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I will see you next week.